You are listening to the Catholic Exchange Podcast with Father Ed Broom. One of the key ways to understand the Bible in its totality is to understand what is called biblical typology. Can I repeat? Biblical typology. What biblical typology is, is this. There are many symbols in the Old Testament that become realities in the New Testament. For example, Adam and Eve. Mary is the second Eve. Jesus is the second Adam. Moses. Moses is a symbol and type of Christ. As Moses led the people from the slavery of Egypt to freedom, crossing through the Red Sea, Christ our leader leads us from slavery to freedom through his red blood. The Ark of the Covenant is a type of the Blessed Virgin Mary. The manna in the desert is a type or a symbol of John chapter 6 where Jesus says, I am the bread of life. So if you really want to get to know the Bible well, you have to have some type of mastery of what is called biblical typology. Uh, Today we have a beautiful type in the Old Testament of of the Blessed Virgin Mary. The book of Esther, and Esther is a a type of Mary. What do we have? The book of Esther shows the Jewish people to have a very, very serious problem. There's a wicked man in the kingdom, his name is Mordecai, who has decided on on racial cleansing. What happened in Rwanda, in the time of Immaculate Hilibigasa, or what happened 70 years ago with Adolf Hitler, in which this wicked man named Mordecai wanted to eliminate the the Jews. The technical word in English is a pogrom, P-O-G-R-O-M. Pogrom. Pogrom means to eliminate, eliminate these people. So that was already decided. So Esther decides that she's going to fast, She's going to pray, and she's going to go before the king and beg the king to save the people. And it happens. It happens that the Jewish people are saved because of the intercession of Queen Esther. Now look in the history of the church. How often has the church been saved through the intercession of Mary? Look a little bit of history. How many people here have Mexican descent? Why are you a Catholic? Say it. You're Catholic because of God, but because God sent Our Lady Guadalupe to Mexico in 1531, and as a result of that, in a matter of 30 years, eight to nine million people were converted. That means about 3,000 converts every day for nine years. That's Mary. She doesn't work by halves. She doesn't work by halves. When Mary works, she works very, very, very powerfully. That means 3,000 a day. That would be a daily Pentecost for nine years. What happened at Pentecost? 
when the Holy Spirit came. That happened on a daily basis for nine years. Never in the history of the world has that ever happened before. That's the power of Mary. How many Filipinos here? Okay, do you remember what happened at the time of Marcos? Where the soldiers were going to wreak havoc in your country, remember? Do you remember that miracle? You know it probably better than me. Is that the soldiers were about to destroy innocent children and, and women with their babies. They had their tanks, right? What happened? They lifted up their eyes and what did they see? Don't know Filipino culture. Okay, I'll tell you a little bit. They saw the Blessed Virgin Mary in the air. They did. They saw the Blessed Virgin Mary. And as a result of that, they dropped their guns and they did not carry out this racial cleansing. The power of Mary. The power of Mary. Okay, I'll tell you I'll tell you reason why I am not a Muslim. I'll tell you why. The Battle of the Battle of Lepanto. My blood is all European. I'm 100% European blood, okay? What happened? What happened in the 16th century? The Muslim Turk, the Muslim um, Marine, they decided that they were going to des destroy Catholicism. So they had the strongest navy in the world. They were located in the Gulf of Turkey, it's called Lepanto. The strongest, the strongest navy in the world. And what happened? The Christians were fighting against the Turks. The Christians were losing. There's no way they could win. What do we have? St. Pope Pius V who used to be a Dominican, like this Pope is a Jesuit. And the charism of the Dominicans, the charism of the Jesuits is what? Devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. The charism of the Dominicans is the Rosary. So St. Pope Pius V said, we have to pray for our soldiers. We have to pray for this battle. So what he ordered was to pray the rosary around the clock. So they prayed rosary after rosary after rosary after rosary. And guess what happened? The tide turned and the Christians won that naval battle. And Pope Pius V, he had an interior inspiration that the Christians won the battle. There was no email back then, or telephone, or nothing like that. This is 500 years ago. The Holy Spirit had spoken to St. Pope Pius V, saying that the battle was won. And the reason why the battle was won was because of the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. It's clear-cut. Very powerful. Otherwise, what would have happened? What would have happened is Muslims would have conquered the Christians, they would have entered into Rome, as there was a threat today by ISIS. You, you probably heard it. There's a threat today 
that ISIS has that happened 500 years ago. Their intention was to enter into Rome, to capture the Pope, to take him hostage, to turn the Vatican into a stall for their donkeys and their horses, to insult the Catholic Church, to tear down the Catholic churches in Rome and establish mosques. That was their intention. That was their intention. So if that were the case, having European blood, I would be a Muslim. So all of these things we're telling you, all of us here, if you're Asian, you're American, you're Latino, one of the principal reasons why we're here is because of Mary, who is the Queen Esther. We're living in very difficult times. We're living in very difficult times. I'm dedicating a lot of time and effort trying to consecrate as many people to Mary as I possibly can. I'm going from one parish to the next, and I'm trying to consecrate parishes, families, children, teenagers to the Blessed Virgin Mary. I think that that's the only solution we have. The bishop said in Mexico about six months ago, the only way we're going to be able to save Mexico from La Santa Muerte, from the violence, from taking advantage of children, and from pornography, and from abortion, is we have to consecrate Mexico once again to Our Lady, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So we're living in, t we're living in tough times, very difficult times, very difficult times. We have never lived in more difficult times in the history of the world as we live today. So now more than ever, we have to run to Mary. We have to find refuge in the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And if we find refuge in the Immaculate Heart of Mary, then we will find refuge in the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Amen. And that was Father Ed Broom with his sermon, The Power of Mary in Our Life. Father Ed is a CE contributor. He also blogs regularly at fatheredbroom.blogspot.com. Thank you very much for joining us. You can tune in next week to hear Father Ed Broom as well as hear his articles every Tuesday on Catholic Exchange. God love you. Have a wonderful day and a blessed Lent.